This week's episode of The Morning After with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews is all about not planning things. I actually remember last week's episode was called We Didn't Plan This, and we did that literally because we didn't plan anything. And today, we have a general idea, but not specifically. It's table topics. So we are going to, it is conversation starters, just random questions, random topics. Let's see where the day takes us. But it's all brought to you by Blue Beetle Pest Control. I will say that. Uh, we are in the heart of summer. The bugs and pests come along with that, unfortunately. Spiders, mosquitoes, etc. cetera. Uh, Blue Beetle is amazing. They're kid and pet safe and they can get rid of your bugs. Yeah, there's only so many citronella candles you can light in the world. Right. And, and, and look, I enjoy a citronella candle. But even though, you know, unless you're sitting right next to it and the, and you can feel the hot flame on your forehead, you know, they're not really that effective. Whereas Blue Beetle comes out and they've got, I don't know what they do. I'm not going to pretend to be some mosquito killing repellent expert, you know, but whatever they do works a lot better than a citronella candle and your forehead's not on fire. I did see a thing I was going to get for my husband for Father's Day just as a random part of his gift. It looked like a tennis racket, but it was a bug zapper. And you just like <laughs> swap. Do you have one of those? We, well. Kate, my wife's mom has one in Chicago, and they keep it out by the pool in the yeah. summertime. And it, when you slap it, you yeah. get it. You see the spark. Ah. There's a spark where the fly's corpse is. It's okay. awesome. See, that made me kind of sad. I thought, I can't do that. I mean, I don't really want the bugs either, but I don't want to see them go. No, nah, <laughs> Jenny, get your Venus Williams on and just smack the crap out <laughs> of one of those damn bugs. Oh, so I saw sad. a Blue Beetle uh, f- like truck flying around the area. Well, hold on. Now, that's off-brand. Hey, Blue- hey, Mitch. Mitch, I know you listen. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Okay, you if it ain't a VW bug, then what the hell are you doing, Mitch? Because you get it, the bug, the beetle, get it? Right, exactly. Get it? Right, hey, maybe we just see all these these line of pests and he just trucks them. Ah. That was, ah. that was, that was, that was stupid. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I acknowledge I was stupid. I apologize. Let's just pretend we never said let's that. Let's pretend that ever happened. All right, let's just get right into it. Table topics. First question. Mike, let's start with you. What do you do to get rid of stress? Uh, what I like to do to get rid of stress is my wife. <laughs> that that delayed reaction from Tater was everything I needed right there. I thought there was going to be more to it. Then no. I was like, oh, he went there. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm married. I don't have sex anymore. Uh, no, actually, you know what my favorite thing to do right now is is um, and this is going to be you're gonna, this is cheesy, and I acknowledge that, but. Ever since we became homeowners a year and a half ago, we like for the first time in my adult life, I have a fenced-in backyard, which is incredible. Uh, so I'll take, we've got these orange chuck-it balls. If you're a dog owner, you know. I love sitting outside, back patio, with my pest-free back patio, thanks to Blue Beetle Pest Control, and I take the ball, and I just throw it for my Australian Shepherd Dolly. And I just, I'll just play, play fetch with her, for because she'll just go for like an hour. It's insane. And uh, there's just something... Satisfied watching her sprint after the yeah. ball and then run back to me. And then after about 15 minutes, she'll get a little tired. The tongue will be hanging out and I'll fill up a water bowl for her and she'll just go. <laughs> and she, she's a really loud water drinker. And I, but that just makes me chuckle because it's ridiculous. Yeah, but, no, I get it. But I, I love playing fetch with the dog. I would say for me, it is also involves my dogs. We I walk the dogs through the neighborhood and I listen to true crime podcasts. And I know that that sounds super <laughs> dumb to a lot of people. But I think what happens for me as far as the stress goes is that first of all, I think animals and dogs especially, I absolutely think there's something to them relieving your stress level in general. But I love the act of walking, walking the dog. And then I think true crime really gets me out of my own head because I'm, I'm I'm totally engrossed in a story about something dramatic and crazy. You know what I mean? So it takes me out of my own head and puts me into another story. I think that's why I listen to it so often. Sure. So, I, And you know what? 
I, I think you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a friendly critique here, Jenny. But yeah. I think you'll appreciate this because every time you bring up true crime, you're like, you're like, I know I'm a nerd. I'm the only one. I think you are the advocate. You're the you're the voice that people have been waiting to hear to just admit that they like true crime podcasts because ever since you've been talking about what you talk about them almost every day, you have for like a year it's on the morning literally show. Literally my favorite thing. <laughs> but like so many people have said. Oh my God, Jenny, I love it too. Like, I think it's one of those things that maybe nobody's realized how many more people like it. But then you look at a show like Dateline. I know. That's been so successful for such a long time. Mm -hmm. So you have to know you're not the only one out there. So my critique is, hey, stop apologizing or stop saying I'm the only one because you're not, you have this whole clique of freaks like you who are like, (laughs) you know know what relaxes me? Murder. No, right. But that's why I feel like it's freaky. I do. I feel like that's a weird thing to say, but I've decided I've gotten into the psychology of it all with myself. And I think it's truly because you put, think about it. You start concentrating on something that is so out there and so far from the world I'm living in, you know, it's. Something about it. It takes you out of your own head. Tater, what do you do to get rid of stress? I believe every emotion, every emotion should have, yeah, right, okay. Ah, stop. <laughs> See, Mike's making a no, certain no, emotion. No, 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 I know. Come on. Uh, so I would have to say every emotion should have its time. You sad, cry a little. You happy, you laugh, you have a damn good time. If you're stressed, let out a good yell. Just scream a little. And then, uh, so <laughs> I was driving the other day. Somebody cut me off, and I was stressed because there was a semi next to me, a semi on the other side of me, and they cut in front of me, and I had to slow down. I had nowhere to go, so I was feeling a little stressed out. So I was like, you mother... And I just let it out, and then I said, I'm done. And I turned up music as another stress reliever, so the music came on right after that. I jammed out to some Luke Combs, some Morgan Wallen, and I was fine. So music and yelling. Woosah. You grab the back of your ears like on Bad Boys, the movie. Woosah. And Shout out Martin Lawrence on that one. Uh, that that's a great point. And yet my wife judges me for that. But that, so when little things go wrong, like a driver cuts me off, like you stub your toe, something like that, like I get furious. You see me when something annoying happens with the radio station, mm-hmm. something doesn't work like it should. I just and I can't help it. And I know that's just who I am. And Katie laughs at me, but if I just if I'm at the house and like I stub my toe or something, if I just like go, I'll just go to a couch. Right, I mean something that because I'm like I have to hit something, but I have enough self control to not hit anything that'll break or right. you know like, like so I, I go to a couch and I just I just or I grab a pillow and just like slam it on the couch, just go, gosh darn Damn! son of a biscuit eating bull dog, and then she'll look at me and she'll go, you feel better, and I'm like, you know what, I do feel better. No, right there's here. something about that's why like that place we went, um, help me with the name. Why did I just space out where we we broke the bottles and stuff. What is it? Smash KC. Smash, Smash House. KC, Smash yeah. House. Smash House. Yeah, and we yep. went, and I, that's why there's something to that. Because it was funny, the day we went, we, we were going as part of a radio promotion and to go and see what it was all about so we could share about it. But there were people there that just were, very, they seemed very quiet and to themselves, and they were just sitting there, you know, waiting to have their turn. And I think they were just trying to get rid of their stress and go out in there and break some bottles and stuff. So if I were Smash House KC, I would play Limp Biscuits Break Stuff on repeat. I just on repeat. Okay, next question. What is the most useful thing you own? I'm putting you guys on the spot with all these. I know I got to think a second. We do have to think of this. What you, is the most you useful think thing you own? Yeah, I thought. I think for me, I'll start just because I'll give you time to think. But um, I would say for me, honestly, it's my AirPods. I use my AirPods 
all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm constantly having my AirPods in. And what's really funny is I'm such a loser. I didn't even know what they were. We got them as a Christmas gift from the radio station I worked for before. Mm-hmm. It was from our program director. He gave all of us AirPods. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. Thank you. It's an Apple product. This is great. I had no idea what it was. No idea. Like, what an idiot. I didn't know why I didn't know. You're a very trendy person. So you I not... I think so. You are. And so <laughs> the fact that you didn't know what AirPods were... I did. I actually, went home and I, I was like, Matthew, I got AirPods. He's like, that's awesome. It I'm is. like, that's is a it? Great I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's like my favorite thing. Um, I would have to say maybe my phone, but that's kind of a generic answer. Uh, the other one would probably be my Xbox. I mean, I use it to play video games. I use it to stream Netflix, HBO Max, and all that. And uh, if there's any other apps, maybe try to get on live TV. You can get on that way as well if you find a certain app. So I'd have to say I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. This is a real tough question for me. I'm trying I'm trying to think, what do I use every day? And similar to you, like oh, the PlayStation. and Because I, I, hey, I'm on that PlayStation every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I really... The answer that comes to my head, and I know I'll think of it. We're going to be ten minutes later into this podcast, and I'm going to go. Hold on, I have an answer yeah, from ten right. minutes ago. You can go back. Uh, but for now, I'm going to say that my actual physical headphones, my radio headphones, because I use them every day, and uh, I appreciate well, that. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, I bought cheap ones, and it doesn't pay mm-hmm. because they break. But we we both have the same kind. They cost a little more, but they mm-hmm. last forever. So I get that. A side note, and I don't want to. N- I, I, I don't think I can legally like knock a product, but I'm just going to tell you my personal experience when it comes to headphones. My personal experience with the Beats by Dr. Dre headphones. Trash, mine too. It, I, okay, see, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't want old Dr. Dre suing us. Not that he has enough money, but I'm like, my experience with them was not a good one. They lasted less than a year and they started to fall apart. Same. I I read on the internet, so I can't confirm this, but I did read a story on the internet that said. That somebody like took a pair of Beats headphones and opened them up. Any of these headphones, what like the littlest ones are two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Ear covering ones are three hundred. The pods were. They opened up these Beats headphones and inside were sixteen dollars worth of technology. So sixteen dollars worth of sound technology, and then the rest of the money you're paying is just for the brand and their profit. Look, I got caught up in the fact that you could get the different colors. Yeah. So the first pair I bought was like a pretty fuchsia color. I was mm-hmm. very excited about that. Broke totally, like you said. Within it wasn't even six months, honestly. Yeah. And I know we use them in radio more than maybe the average consumer, I feel like, because we we have them on for every break, whatever. Anyway, so they broke. But because I was all caught up in the whole color thing, I was like, oh, well, I'll get the blue pair now. Because no. I thought maybe it was me. Maybe I would just, whatever. No, they broke, too, within no. a couple of months. We so need, trash. We need, and they're yeah. expensive. And, and, and durable headphones are key. I think a lot more people are wearing headphones and earbuds now more than they did before. Uh, obviously, especially us with what we do for a living. But just anybody in general. Uh, for me, uh, Sony's yep. Bose's are I, Bose. I think is Bose the best. Bose are decent. Um, the, the, the I Sony, actually think these Sony's that we have are the best. Uh, yeah, I do. The, we, we have real particular like studio head, like studio Sony headphones, which I think, as far as headphones go, are the best headphones in the world. Um, I think Bose is maybe the best brand. Like, um, and and then like Sony JBL, another good one. As far I just I can only speak from personal experience, but I I, I did not I was not happy with my Beats headphones. I thought they stunk. Um, I forget the question. What was the question? The most useful thing that you own? So, yeah, and I went to, okay. Well, then I went into headphones because okay. my, my, I'm going to use my radio headphones every okay. day. Next question. What do you think of tattoos and do you have any? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to add to it also. Would you want one? I was going to say up until a year ago, all three of I believe this was a tattoo free show. Like, Which honestly in today's world is extremely rare. I feel like. Nearly everybody has a tattoo at this point, even if it's a yeah. tiny one and no one can really see it. I feel All like right. everybody's got one. So as far as tattoos, um, 
You know, there's almost like a stick. Like if you don't like somebody's tattoo right now, you're you're not allowed to say that for some reason. I get it. I mean, it's mean if you don't have anything well, nice to say. Yeah, don't say anything I, I at all. I don't know why you'd say anything. But but like I do think tattoos, boy, they have to be done right. You know, there's a lot of a perfect example because he the guy's a millionaire. He won't care what I think of it. I think Adam Levine of Maroon Five is the stupidest looking body I've ever seen in my life. He looks like his tattoos. And all suck. the ladies said, "What?" Well, look, hey, the dude works at. Hey, he's got the body. He's chiseled like a god. Okay, he look. Hey, his body is where it's at. But his tattoos stink, and they're random, and there's no point to him. He's got like a random shark down by his belly button. He's got like a monkey up on his chest. I don't know what he has. He his tattoos are stupid. There's there's no rhyme or reason. They they don't flow together. Like. Like, you, have you seen a really good tattoo sleeve? Like, there are really, you know what I'm talking about? There's yeah. really good sleeves, and they all just fit well together, and they look mm-hmm. nice. Like, tattoos can be done right, but it's difficult. Um, as for me personally, I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo. Actually, I made a joke before I met my wife. I said, because I was, you know, I was like, you know, 26, 27 years old with no tattoos. Like, well, are you ever going to get a tattoo? And I'm like... Oh, no, it's the same reason I'm not married. I can't commit to one thing for the rest of my life. <laughs> and, yeah, I know, yeah. But, uh... And now that I've committed to Katie for the rest of my life, that's really the only thing I'm going to commit to. And yeah, I don't have any. I don't really want one. If I ever got one, it would have something to do with my husband or my kids because right. they're, or God. I feel like those are the only like, things that are just 100%, like always going to be I a part of my said, heart. I thought you said we were going to get the Morning Drive logo tattooed on yeah, our ass cheeks. No. Here's my thing about tattoos. I actually think, again, if they're done right, I think they can look very cool. I mean, I think that they are truly a piece of art. Um, I saw somebody the other day and she had a lot of random tattoos and we got to talking about it. And I said, oh, well, these probably are all very meaningful to you. She's like, no, not really. I got this one just because it was cute. I got this one because, you know, she didn't have a whole lot of meaning. I think whatever you do you. But I feel like if if there's meaning behind it, that just makes it extra cool or yeah. that makes it worthy. That's why I loved last year when we went to. Uh oh. Just, uh-oh, dear, what's, what was the tattoo parlor you? you went to? Is it Dear You? Yeah, yeah. Dear You last year, and and Tater got one of my favorite tattoos of all time. So a lot of people look at it, and they're like, oh, that's a cool tattoo. Like, I'll be Uber driving, I'll have my, have my hand up on the wheel, and they can see it. And they're like, oh, you got a Mr. Potato Head tattoo. And they're like, well, why'd you get that? I'm like, funny story, I work at a radio station, and we wanted to get 10,000 followers on Instagram. And they kind of go, huh? I'm like, yeah, for the swipe up feature. They're like... Oh, <laughs> but I'm, they still love the tattoo, but it was a great idea to pull, pull a stunt. Why not? And I never had a tattoo and I always thought about maybe get one, but I really had no reason or rhyme. Mm-hmm. So there we go. And I wouldn't even need to, like, if I'm telling that story, I don't even share the Instagram part of it. I'm like, well, we wanted to get uh, Tater a tattoo and uh, he said, well, your name's Tater and there's Mr. Potato Head picture right there. So we just threw a tater on but you. But see, like, that's war- that's meaningful. It yeah. makes sense. Because it's your it nickname. Goes with you. well, right. Yeah. I mean, right. and they and they go, why Mr. Potato Head? And that's when I say, yeah, well, I go by the name Tater. And I'm they tater. Said, now yeah. I get it. And, you know, I got the Mardi Gras beads on there. And we kind of joked about, like, he has the Mardi Gras beads on. Like, if I was going to get another tattoo, like, Mrs. Potato Head would be on Bourbon Street flashing her her uh, little spuds. <laughs> and we would blur it out. And he'd be up on the railing, you know, throwing down the beads. I love that idea. I don't think you want that on your body every day for the rest of your life. I don't, but, yes. Or maybe you do. I, I think that's why I have just a very big fear of tattoos. Because, again, it's going to be on your body for the rest of your life. I actually have a friend that went through tattoo removal. And that sounds like, oh, if I don't like it, I'll just get it removed. No. She said it was the most painful experience of her entire life. It, and I don't even think it all the way went away. Still, you can see it a little bit. I, so. I really wanted, like, back in the day when I started radio, I wanted to get, like, some, like, or, like a radio 
radio tower kind of thing yeah. looking at it. I'm like, man, that'll look really cool. And I'm, <laughs> God, I'm glad I didn't. But see, that's the thing, too. I could think of things along the way where I would have thought was amazing at the time. But yeah. then the older you get, your interests change, whatever. Like, eh, is that still a thing? I don't know. But I don't, you know, some people really love them. And I think that's great. It's a self-expression. I mean, again, you do you. I just, I personally don't want one. So actually, later this week, we have an interview lined up with Brett Young. And Brett's one of those guys who has, uh, like, he started with one or two. And he's he's addicted. And he'll tell you. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't breaking news. He's addicted to him now. He loves him. He wants him all the time. Oh, yeah, remember we had a clip of his mom saying, like, when is this going to stop? She's like, not going to do your face. She's like, don't get any face or neck tats, <laughs> yeah. Brett. And I'm like, so he just, did you see his Instagram story yesterday? He just got another one. And all his tattoos have meaning as well. But, uh-huh. but he literally covered it as his entire calf, like from his calf down to his ankle, all all the way around. And it's, uh, it's in honor of his wife and his one current child and his soon-to-be-born child. And it's just a, it's a, it's a mama bear and two cubs. And it's just, it's just a little tribute to his family and mama bear and the two cubs. And it, it's awesome. You can tell he went to like one of those pros out there in LA, like right. the people who tattoo the stars. And uh, I'm sure he paid a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty penny for it, but his nude leg tattoo. And I am not, I think especially like leg calf tattoos, mm-hmm. not for me. Not for you. Brett's is fantastic. Well, he's cute. I didn't know what he looked like. He's attractive. You just. <laughs> I'm really. I'm sorry. That was a side note. I really, I've never. I like his music a lot. I've never looked at him. That's He's funny. very tall individual too. Yeah. So people looking. always ask me that since I got one. They're like, oh, you know, it's addictive. You're going to yeah. get another one, aren't you? I'm like, I really don't feel the need or the want to get another tattoo. I, and I'm surprised because a lot of people say that that once you get one, it's it is an addiction and that you want to get more. So that's funny to me that you don't even have that desire. That's interesting to me because that reminds me of, you know, there's the argument and we won't get too deep into this, but like, because Jenny, you and I disagree with this. We had talked about how, you know, people say marijuana is a gateway drug. They say your first tattoo is a gateway tattoo to want to get more. Yeah. People do say that. Some people agree with it. And for some people that's true and other people it's not. That's just, I don't know why I thought uh, tattoos and pot. I don't know why I just thought of that, but that's, it was kind of the same mindset there. Are you making a judgment? I I judge you and Tater every day. All right, what were you really into when you were a kid? What was like your favorite thing when you were a kid? I'm going to be, oh, hey, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, let's go, dude. (laughs) Hey, okay. You said that before, I love that. (laughs) And another thing is, and I'm still like, I'm not as into it now, because, but like, I mean, I'll still turn on the pro wrestling every once in a while. So there's this, uh, this real fun, these these tag team, these two guys who team up together and, and, uh, they will throw on like throwback their their outfit because you know wrestling outfits they're wild they're crazy they're supposed to be so these guys embrace it and they go all out they had this wrestling attire that was like totally loosely based on some power rangers so they walk out <laughs> to the ring looking like some power rangers and i'm like i am here for all of this dude my dad i remember back in the day he 40 dollars was a lot of money my dad spent he bought me a 40 dollar megazord toy where i had all five of the dinosaurs and you could fold them up and connect them together to form the megazord i don't like people are like oh so it's like transformers and i'm like no f transformers mighty more power rangers for life. yeah jason the red ranger tyrannosaurus i was really into barbies and i mean obsessed with barbies and i i don't mean when i was like six seven years old i mean yeah i liked them then i played barbies and when i say play barbies it's not like i was like role-playing with the barbies like oh hey ken hey barbie wasn't like that i enjoyed dressing them up doing their hair like decorating their houses i did that till i was probably 13 years old Nerd alert. Well, not only nerd alert and baby dolls too. And again, it was more like I just enjoyed dressing them up and and I don't even know. That's more of what I liked it for. And I'll never forget one of my most embarrassing moments is I 
I had Cabbage Patch Kids. You remember they were very popular back yeah, in the yeah, 80s. For sure. And I, I had a Cabbage Patch doll. And I don't I don't even know why that I wanted to push the Cabbage Patch doll in this little stroller. I was pro- I was probably 13. Ugh, You've always wanted too to be. Old. It sounds too old to be doing yes. that. But I but I was. And there was this boy, Richie Krenzer, who we used to ride the bus together. And I think he had a crush on me and I had a little crush on him, but like we never spoke of it. And he lived in my neighborhood and he happened to be riding his bike down the street and saw me at 13 pushing this baby doll in a stroller. And I ran in the house. I was mortified. I never wanted to ride the bus again. Like It was awful. Hey, Richie, got a heads up. Heads up. She's a stage five clinger. <laughs> 13, she wants to have your baby already, Richie. Run, Richie, run! <laughs> she sees him on the bike, points at him, and points at a, stro- a stroller, and she's like, uh-huh, and he's like, hell no, I'm on He's like, I am 13 years old, girl. I'm about to start puberty. But, like, now that I'm living life through my kids and I'm seeing it, you know, what each age looks like, I mean, probably, and I was a little, I, I mean, I didn't even hit puberty until I was, like, 16 or 17 years old, so probably at 13, I looked like a little kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like it would be too totally weird, but at the time, I was, like, mortified. I was a late bloomer as well, and I remember being jealous in eighth grade of this kid in my gym class because he had armpit hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was jealous of the girls that had boobs. I still never got them. I had to buy them years later. It was tragic. <laughs> Sorry, woo. <laughs> I I actually was growing chest hair in, in middle school, and I was kind of embarrassed. I was embarrassed about my – listen, I just now, within recent years, have been okay with walking around my my own place with my shirt off. I This is totally embarrassing. I can't wait to tell you all. So I am, I'm not extremely hairy, but I'm hairy. So I'm in my friend's basement area because that's where I lived, and I had the door shut because there was a shower down there. I just got out of the shower. I put on boxers, and I'm looking for a T-shirt to wear. My friend Steven, and we're like bestest of friends, but I never go with my shirt off because I'm just embarrassed. How old are you at this time? Oh, this is 20-something years old, probably like 25. Okay. okay. 24, 25. He opens the door, and I I feel like a, a woman with her bra and shirt off. I put my arms over my <laughs> chest, cross, cross arm, and I go, ah! And he goes, what the hell are you doing? I go, ah, and I ran in the room and he goes, dude, I got chest hair. Not as much as you, but dude, why are you like, and he goes, now I know why you never take your shirt off to go swimming or on the lake when we go on float trips. He go, I go, yeah, I'm just embarrassed. So not too long ago, I got waxed. And I will have to say, I don't think it's as painful as getting that tattoo removed that your friend did, but it's got to be damn near close. You should get laser hair removal. If you're seriously that uncomfortable about it yeah. and you hate it, you should just do it. I mean, it's, a few sessions and it's done. I'm surprised at this story. First of all, this is this is my favorite story you've ever shared. I love that story. But I'm surprised. You're a confident man. Yeah. And I'm very surprised that of all the things you're uncomfortable about is the fact that you got hair on your chest. Because same thing. I'm a little embarrassed, if I'm being honest with you, that I don't have a little more hair on my chest. I got this one little itty-bitty patch right here on my on my sternum, and that's it. You can have some hairless. You can have some more. You can have so, all right. So, so mine. <laughs> I've shaved it like once or twice, and oh, but the only reason I ever did because I was just like, well, "That's all I got. I'm gonna leave it." But uh, sometimes when my wife gets mad at me, she likes to pull at it because <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> she'll be like, "Listen here, you." Are, and I'm like, "Hey, hey!" And I'm like, "I'm shaving it," and she's like, "But she'll be like, don't I like it?" And, like, and it tastes as well. it literally just turn on the clipper and go, and it's gone. <laughs> 
Isn't it funny, though, how everyone's so different? Like, some men are extremely, like, they're hairy backs and whatever, and then some don't have any. Your, your husband's Italian, Jenny, so he's got to be a hairy guy. Yeah. And he's got dark hair, too. He does, but not like, I mean, we're making it sound much more, but he he has always been one to get rid of it. I know, like, some guys think it's not right to shave your hair, but, like, he seriously, he shaved his arms for a long time. Isn't, I'm fascinated. I wish my eighth grade self could hear this conversation about how the boys who weren't hairy Wish they could be more hairy right. so they look more like a man. And then the hairy guys are embarrassed because they're too hairy. It's the same with the boobs. I wanted boobs like you don't even know. Like, I would pray for them every night. Please, Lord. Like, please. <laughs> Sprout <laughs> up on my chest. I please. had nothing. And this girl, Sarah Holt, never forget it. Biggest boobs I've ever seen in my life. And I just remember, I would just stare at her. I was like, dang on it. Like, why can't I just have... And she hated them. Because well, all, yeah, all, I'm sure she got a lot of looks. All the boys like, like, oh my God, get away from me, teenage boys. Like, I remember she had a pool party at her house one time pool. and I was like, oh, I got to wear a swimsuit in front of her. Like, no way. No right. way. I well, went. if that makes you feel better, all the boys were nervous about wearing swimsuits too. They didn't want to be the guy with the boner in the <laughs> swim trunks. <laughs> you get up on the diving board, but you got a little diving board shooting out of the front of you instead. It makes the same sound. <laughs> I one time oh got God. out of the pool and there was a bunch of water still in my shorts and it did look like I was packing. <laughs> and some girl was like, hey, what you got over there? And I kind of hit the, I pushed down and it squished all out of my bottom. She goes, oh, it's yeah, kind of cold. Huh? <laughs> yeah, when you get out, hey, when you're, as guys, when you get out of the, when you like get up out of the pool. Shrinkage, Jerry, shrinkage. Well, not, shrinkage is one thing, but also like your shorts will stick to your legs like yeah. real tight and it'll mm-hmm. it'll outline everything clear as day. So I remember like I'd get out of the pool and I'd really quickly like tug at the swim <laughs> careful tug at the swim trunks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tug at the swim trunks to to, to get them to unstick from the lake cuz you could see your junk for days right there, man. So yeah, I couldn't see your your uh, big boob friend. She, you got her number? Gonna, no, I I'm don't. I'm a married know man. I'm sorry. Her. I don't even know what happened to her. I just remember. she brought, And that's the funny thing, too. Don't you ever think about or wonder what people thought of you back when you were growing up? Because I can, I mean, I remember names. I remember situations. I remember people. And there were so many girls that I thought were so pretty or I wanted to be just like them. I never told them that. Right. So, like, five years after I moved away from, from St. Louis, I, I'd, I'd moved back for, like, a week. I was in between jobs, literally for a week. I... And um, so I moved back home and I had got back in contact with somebody who I knew in high school. I was, I was like, we should have dated in high school. We ended up dating for like a month. But um, she had told me, she's like, yeah, back in high school, I thought you were cute. But like, you really seemed like you wanted to be a rap star. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Were and you what like, do I well, do I did. And what do I do now? DJ on a country station. Like, because that's the way it. It's it's wild the perceptions of you, and of course at that time, I mean this is when I put white rims on my Saturn, so of course I could understand why people. But would you think, know how we're all so insecure, at the, especially like the middle school and high school uh, time. I mean, terrible and, time. But everybody, this is what I'm learning is that the older I get is that we all really at our core, I think we have the same things. We all have insecurities, you know. We all, even the girls I thought were so confident and they were very popular, mm-hmm. and I thought they had it all together. I mean, I know they had insecurities and yeah. issues too. We all do. All you had to do. <sighs> I just lost my train of thought on this. Gosh, dang it. Well, I, I now that I look back at Facebook and people have different last names. I literally last night clicked on a girl's picture. Her name is Jackie. And I go, man, I think that's this Jackie Casera girl that I knew in high school, but I'm like staring at the pictures and I couldn't tell if it was her or not. But 
people have changed. If you go look at your yearbook in high school, oh. we look like little kids. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And you think that you're so adult then because you're 17, almost 18. And you look back and it's so teeny tiny kids. And it's just mm-hmm. like, wow. But you look at people now and you're like, people have... They really change. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's what's crazy about parenting because I look at, and of course my kids aren't in high school yet, but I'll even look at high schoolers or you know, people we know that have just had graduates and stuff, and I think, oh my gosh, like they're going out into the world. They are my nieces, you know, just going off to college and stuff. I'm like, they are babies. <laughs> you know, you think, but you, I remember that, like thinking I had it all together. I am so smart, so wise. I didn't know squat. I knew squat. I moved out when I was 19 to start the radio career, and I, I, I had it together. I did not have it together. All right, well, come on. we got time for, like, one more question. I'm trying to find a really good one here. Really good one. We're going to uh, stall. We're going to wait till the end here. What do you bring with you everywhere you go? Everyone's going to say their phone. Yeah, phone yeah wallet, I can't please. go to the bathroom on my phone. I literally cannot. Hey, that weirds me out. I don't get why people sit on sit on the can with their phone. I can't. I, I when I if I go to the bathroom on my phone, I go, what the hell am I doing? Like, you, well, what you do I shouldn't. Do? That's what you're doing. You get off the pot. Like, <laughs> what get I, in. What do you mean? Do I should I just count all my freckles and like you know pull out ingrown hairs? It should, what happened to a good hell, old fashioned man? magazine? It shouldn't take that long. You should be able. You should sit. You should you should have it in the chamber, ready to evacuate. <laughs> all right, you sit. Get it out. Wipe it up and get out of there. Shit, sit, shit, split. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there it is. All right, final question. Which recent news story is the most interesting to you? Is there anything in the news, current events? What are you Dude, following? You're going to be right there with me because they're the same page. Hey, this Britney Spears drama is say insane. Britney Dude. Spears. And, and, and look, hey, and, and I love me some Britney. Hey, he's so lucky. Bam, bam, bam. Hey, banger, right? But Britney's, all this stuff coming out about her conservatorship and how. Like her father was in charge and and mm. had legal control of her life. She and she's like, I want to have, I want to. She's like, well, I want to have a, a a baby with this guy I've been with for five years. He's like, well, I'm not letting you take the IUD out of your body. That is messed up. It's crazy because when she shaved her head, I think we. I don't need to go back and explain. Everybody knows when Britney shaved her head, it was yeah. massive news. You know, I remember thinking at that time, first of all, bless her heart, because I feel like all child stars are a little bit screwed up. I feel like that's just, you know, so much fame and and money at a young age. And you have to be like a little bit screwed up. And so when that happened, I thought, dang, it's all coming to a head. Like, I felt bad for her. Yeah. And I thought, what a good idea. This is smart. Have somebody be in charge of her for a while. I was thinking for a year. That's what I thought. Maybe, you know, let her get some therapy or whatever it is, and then she'll go back to living her life. I honestly had no idea that this thing is still going on. How many years ago was that? 13. Well, let's see. 07. We're 2021 now. She shaved her head in 07. So that's 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't think she's made some changes in 14? And the fact that they're like, well, you can't do this. But you have to go to Vegas and perform twice a night so we can get our cut of so that you're, money. So you're okay enough oh, to go perform dude. to make us money, but you're not okay enough to spend your own money however you like. I, it's terrible. Screw her entire family. Like, I hate them. She wants to sue them, and I think she should. She's got a really good case. I mean, to, first of all, sick people to leech off of her for mm-hmm. all these years. That's sick. You're twisted. Well, she, you know, they're all a bunch of hicks. You know, they're all down for Louisiana. Shout out Jordan yeah. Davis. No offense. You're one of the good people ah. out of Louisiana. But I'm saying, but you know, they're every state, but down there in the South, there are, you get into the, some of them swampy trailer parks down there. Uh, look, I don't even think it matters where she's from. I think that this is just, um, especially a dad who just saw the dollar signs with yeah. his daughter. And I, and it's crazy too, as a parent, I can't imagine. You know, your kids are your heart. How could you? I just don't know how you could do that. I'll tell you another story I am following. You know this. It's that very sad story about that condo collapse in Miami. I can't. I watched the oh footage. I saw it one time, and I'm like, I'm good on this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I am obsessed with it. I think because sure. I used to live in South Florida. That's why I'm obsessed with it. But I just can't believe that they are still searching for bodies, and it's just tragic. So prayers 
to that just that whole situation. Oh, that Britney. I can't wait to watch every bit of that Britney story unfold, mm-hmm. man. That is going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tater, real quick, any local or, you know, most interesting news story you're following? Why are you hurrying him? <laughs> real quick. Oh, you said we were getting ready to go. Oh, no, I just said oh. we had time for one more. Oh, okay. We can go as long as we want. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought we were in a hurry here. Go ahead. So ah. I saw a video that the Greek police recover a stolen Picasso, and I just finished up this five-episode documentary on Netflix called This is a Robbery, the World's Biggest Art Heist. And 1990, Boston, on St. Paddy's Day, which is the greatest day to pull off any kind of robbery, these two police officers, they're not really police officers, though, they walk right into this museum. They steal $200 million worth of art. We're talking Rembrandts and more, and the recovery has never happened. They're giving out $10 million reward, and still nobody has Mm. given any of the art back. And I'm just like... 1990 to now 2021, and they're still looking for that art. And mm-hmm. and they say the mob got it, and they, they just got this crazy storyline about it. It is the wildest thing ever. Is there a ever. movie? What's that movie yeah, you about the art heist? Um, there's a ton of them. I love those movies. The Oceans movies are yeah, fantastic. I've the, never seen any of those. Oh, you'd love the Oceans yeah, movies. They're sure. smart. They're slick. They're very good. Yeah, but you know that painting, that Rembrandt, where it's sitting uh, behind the wall of some Don's desk, mm-hmm. you know, in Boston. Like, you know, it's it's it's, 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 it's behind someone's desk in South Boston right now. You know that's where it's at. It is a wild story. If you really like uh, just kind of suspense, like what the hell happened, I would check it out. This is a robbery. It's on Netflix. I kind of want one more question. I'm sorry. Am I being greedy? Can I can I ask no. for one more? Well, I'm there's just, no, I'm, there's I'm, no time limit ding, here. Ding, can we have another? <laughs> I'm enjoying the hell out of this, know, these this random questions. We, and I, we and could I'm, do this every week, really. We really could. Yeah. Um, if you had to change your name, what would your new name be? Let's talk first name. What would oh. your new first name? What's a, what's a first name that you just always thought was pretty awesome? I, I don't have a recent, like, I mean, I'm a Michael. It's a classic name. I maybe would go with something a little less common if I could, but like back in the day. Okay. Remember earlier we talked about Power Rangers, man, the red Power Rangers name was Jason. And when that show came out, I'm like, man, I wish my name was Jason, man. What a cool name. Jason. You know who's most popular guy at school is getting all the all the girls? Jason. Jason. Hey man, I'm what hey, what's your name? Jason. Oh, oh, that guy's cool because he's Jason. Man, I met so many dorky Jasons in my life. <laughs> but being a Michael, and I know being a Jennifer, I always hated that my name was so common. I actually think it's a pretty name, and I like the name Michael too. It's just that there were so many of us. Right when we were in fourth grade, yes. and you had to be Jenny M because yes. I was there because I was Mike K. Yep. And there was always a, there was a Mike A and a Mike G and a Mike W. There were so many Mikes. Yeah, or Michaels or one of you know, and then the teachers would say one of you has to be Jen, one of you has to be Jenny. One, so even if you didn't want to be that, you had to be that. Because my mom never wanted me to be a Jenny ever. She did does not to this day. I don't think she loves it. <laughs> so sorry, but uh, <laughs> and she listens every week. She listens every she's week. not right now. <laughs> yeah, hate that yeah, name. Yeah, it's not. So she's really the only person that calls me Jennifer. <laughs> my daughter's name sucks. That's yeah. what she, <laughs> or Jen, she doesn't mind Jen, but she did not. Honestly, I love my daughter's name. It's Julianne, and we call her Jules. And I've always thought Jules was just a very cool, like, fun, sassy name for a girl. So I, I pick that. I like your son's name, Miles. I think Miles is a badass name. Yes, it is a very cool name. And I. It's only a couple letters away from Mike, so there's that. All right. Tater, what are you going to be besides Tater? This would literally be my first name, and I don't care what you say. Max Powers. Ooh. I just think that is such a powerful name. And they're like, what's your last name? I'm like, I don't have one. Uh, t- Tater. Oh, so your oh, Max Powers is the first name? Yeah. Oh. Well, you said... It, I thought it, you were Max Space Powers. I right? guess. Max is a cool name. I always thought that was kind of cool. I, I had a friend named Max. I still do. He's good. Hey, the old school names are coming back, man. I think... What is the name? Okay. Katie and I have had this debate. Jenny, you know... 
I, th- I think you've heard us talk about that. But so we're talking like if we when we have a daughter, we've got it all figured out. The name's figured out. Right. If we have a son. I don't know what we're gonna do. Like we can't come to an agreement on the name. And there's an old school name that I think needs to come back, but one douchebag ruined it forever. Harvey. I think Harvey I know. is a badass name. I think a Harvey is going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a leader of some sort. And I always thought it was. And there's this. There's a show. I. It was on USA. It was a show that Meghan Markle was on. Uh, Suits mm-hmm. on the USA Network. But then it it, it kind of ran its course after Meghan Markle went off to royalty. It was a real good show. They had real good ratings. They were going strong for like five seasons. Mm-hmm. But the the this lead attorney, this badass attorney, his name was his name was Harvey. And he was, and also Two Face in Batman is yep. Harvey Dent. Like I, I think Harvey, Harvey to me is a guy with the, the hair's back. He's got a really got a you know, two thousand dollars suit on, like mm-hmm. just real successful. Yeah. So we, I love. We have a Harvey. It, I mean, it is coming back a little bit. We have a little boy across the street. I think he's probably five, and he's a Harvey. I love the name Harvey, and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even say it, but I wouldn't even say Harv for short. I, it would always be Harvey to me. Um, but freaking Weinstein ruined it, that yeah. sick, fat pervert. Like, you know I'm what, sorry. So he's fading out. He's fading out of the spotlight. I feel like that yeah. it, we're not going to be thinking about him. Well, I, but, but that's that's always what pops into my wife's mind. And because mm-hmm. of that, she is like just so adamantly against it. And I like, if it comes down to us having a son, if we have a son, we're really going to have to just put like some sort of wager on it. Like, okay, if this happens, I get Harvey. And if this, and, and if I lose, then you get to pick this just name. Just keep at it. I told you, I threw miles out there early on in my pregnancy. And my husband was like, no, hard no. He's like, it sounds like a dog's name, which I don't think it sounds like a dog's name. And I love dogs. So who cares if it sounds like a dog's name? Anyway, <laughs> I threw it out again about three weeks before I gave birth. I'm like, hey, what do you think about miles? Love it. That's the one. Great. <laughs> he, so. He was- <laughs> He was probably just tired of thinking about names. Yeah. He's like, whatever you want. And that's a real thing, dude. That that's name name fatigue. Yeah. So no, mm-hmm. we've got the girl. They, we, we've got a couple of grandmas who uh, and, yeah, and who are gonna. Uh, and I'll save that. I'll save that for when that actually happens, hopefully. And then, uh, but I like I like Harvey, man. I think mm-hmm. that's a real good shout out if you're Harvey and you're listening to the podcast right now. Just know that your name kicks ass. Right. I mean, I'm always gonna go with Ken, and the middle name's Tucky, and then Louise, and then Iana. <laughs> and I was saying, how about Indy? Anna, can you please do this? I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not joking. I think it'd be great. You're Come saying on, it now. Kentucky, Wait till get your minute. ass he in says, here, boy. He says. He says. I'm not joking. And also, he, he's the single one in the podcast, well, ladies say, and let's gentlemen. Let's see what the baby mama has something to say about that. The, the woman birthing that child may have a bit of an issue with that. And you know, it is hard though picking a name because you associate names with everybody. I mean, even if it's a celebrity or a famous person, you know, like Harvey Weinstein, whatever. It's, it's just. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. There, there might be a real pretty name, but one of you has an X with that name, and that rules that one out. You Well, that was like every girl name I threw out. Thanks, Matthew, for being the man whore. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we talk, well, we talk all the time about how good looking he is, so oh. you can't really blame him. Trophy that. husband. Just saying. What? It's all good. All right. We appreciate you listening to the Morning After Podcast. I'm glad we went with that last question. That was a good one. Yeah, Do you guys good. like Harvey as a boy's name? I think it's a I think it's I a like very it. I think it's a very distinguished name. Except get Weinstein out of here. I think the name itself is a very distinguished name. I also think we should do these conversation uh, table topics conversation starters. I think we should do it again next week. This is fun. I love it. It's random. You you got like six more questions lined up right now, don't you? Like, I could if we need them. No, we don't. No, we don't. Question is, Mike, would you call him Harv? No. You, don't you, were, like you were not listening to me five minutes ago when I said I would never say Harvard. Oh, you said that? <laughs> I did. Totally blanked on it. See, about 25% listening to you happens. That's it's the fair. story oh. of our lives in here. <laughs> all, we all, we all, all tune the in. Time. All three of us have been guilty of that. <laughs> we were talking about just so on the show every day, Jenny does the Music City Minute. And on the on, literally on today's show, I was like, I'm not going to lie. I, would, I didn't even hear that Music City Minute yesterday. And you're like, you were like, thanks so much. And I'm like, it's, you focus right. on your own thing. You were probably focused on... 
what you were going to contribute to the conversation. I appreciate that. So you just, it. I get it. God, that's funny. Uh, shout out Blue Beetle Pest Control. Yay, they appreciate Blue Beetle. you. Uh, Ten bucks off. You tell them you heard about them on the morning after podcast. Need some service. Get these ants. Get these mosquitoes away from your home. BlueBeetlePest.com. We'll talk to you next week on the morning after.